Welcome to another episode of the Market Makers in Middle East and Africa podcast. I am your host Abrar Hussain. Today I speak to our special guest Krishnan Gopi, Group Chief Disruption Officer at Gems Education. Krish, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Abrar. Glad to be here. Yeah. Krish, you are a accomplished executive with two decades of international experience. Tell us about your uh, story. Okay, so I can explain myself as somebody who loves to lead teams. transform organizations and create long term value born and brought up in a beautiful village called amba samutram in south of india i grew up thinking that i will one day become a police officer right when i started the college then i realized that uh, you know technology is my passion so i uh, you know uh, got myself equipped as a hardcore c c++ and java developer 24 years of experience out of which 19 are spent in banking financial services uh, started off as a uh, entrepreneur uh, had built two companies had a great exit you know uh, for both of them uh, i've been uh, leading transformation teams for fortune 100 companies like city group fidelity investments and been in the region for the last 16 years uh, cio cto cdo of fab bank muscat qatar islamic bank al hilal bank Uh, and for the last 5 years i'm the group chief disruption officer of gems education with 230 plus schools in 13 countries when i'm not at work i love wandering in nature uh, i'm a, uh, you know uh, i have deep passion about forests and thick woods and things like that um, and i also run a small philanthropic uh, uh, initiative called uh, giving is good uh, this is about uh, spending a portion of your Uh, monthly salary in providing computer equipments to schools that has not seen any uh, you know uh, people who have only seen globes in the plastic globes in their uh, you know in their schools suddenly can now uh, you know have access to the world uh, due to this technology that we provide to schools etc so uh, you know creating that kind of an impact is also something very personal to me that's about me abra yeah thank you grish Uh, and and glad to hear about your philanthropic uh, initiatives and about you you have a interesting title chief disruption officer let us begin understanding what is chief disruption officer means and uh, what you do yeah i i get this a lot right uh, so let's why don't we first define what is disruption uh, uh, disruptive innovation or disruption means creating a new product or a value proposition that can replace the existing offering by something exponentially better now we are living in a world where every single industry is being transformed by technology now so innovating is not going to be enough you need to disrupt it innovation is a uh, incremental thing and disruption is an exponential thing so companies realize that you need somebody to look after disruption as a whole now chief disruption officer is not a new title if you really look at it uh, it was first made famous by ge in 2010 and uh, now most of the fortune 100 companies are doing it uh, most of them don't call it as disruption officer but you know some of them do etc so what's chief disruption officer do in simple terms when there are other cxos that are looking 
after business growth or business risk or operations, uh, the CDO is preparing this organization for tomorrow. Now, uh, a CDO is responsible for reviewing, analyzing, researching what kind of exponential technologies are out there and how is that replacing the industries one is in and what are all the different things that are happening that will impact the industry and what is your competitor doing and then coming out with a uh, uh, you know disruption strategy and implementing it uh, to to give an answer to the industry call or to be the you know market maker to start with and and create that collaborative environment within and disrupt from within while you know uh, then you can go and disrupt the market and also you know uh, cultivate that experimentation and disruptive innovation in in the organization so that as an organization you can grow into what's your next phase that's cdo yes ah perfect this uh, you know very interesting title and glad to know about this whole uh, cdo thing and and what you do so krish what i learned from you that you spend most of your time or years of experience in banking yeah. as cio cto running uh, the technology division of vs banks and now a disruption officer at the education so how did you kind of prepare yourself for this role and how uh, you kind of become cto yeah. at a education company you right abrar uh, you know i'm i'm probably new to education i'm five and a half years in education um i believe regardless of any industry a technology or a technology leader is supposed to be responsible for 5s uh let me explain to you this 5s number 1 yes is sell more you know yes you are technology but you are in a business so you need to have the technology to you know sell more whatever product that you have the second yes is about serving better uh, so you need to ensure that the customers are happy they are feeling good about the product that you are serving etc and you have to retain them as well so serve better is the second yes the third one technology has to create a sustainable future in the digital world so that is something that technology has to do you know for the organization fourth one is securing assets you know your assets could be your data your physical assets and things how do you secure that now while doing all four you also have to save cost so this 5s whether you are in banking or education or real estate or government uh, is absolutely a must yes you are right uh, you know i came from banking to education i have taken the digital transformation maturity of banking and i tried to bring it to education because banking is some industry that has been digitally transformed for some years unlike education uh, banking is also a very uh, regulated rigorous uh, industry as such you know uh, that has given me an idea of how to keep control of the processes policies you know uh, how do we ensure that you know uh, that kind of a rigor is brought into uh, you know education so in all uh, my banking experience has helped in doing my job and you mentioned about technology so take us through the technology disruption journey at gems that you took and you know how you uh, transform the company yeah so the way we do a lot of things have changed abroad uh, the way we communicate the way we commute from one place to another 
the way we shop, the way we bank. A lot of things have changed and technology has uh, literally transformed the way we live. But education has not changed for more than a you know, 100 years. Uh, the way we taught our kids, the school structure, uh, you know, one person standing, another person, uh, 10, you know, 20, 50 people sitting and learning, that hasn't changed. And governments have not spent as much as money on education as they have done on health or infrastructure, etc. Now, when pandemic hit, the world changed upside down when it comes to education. The so-called developed countries also were struggling in, in maintaining the education. 1.8 trillion learning hours have been lost. 14% of global GDP has been wiped off. 24 million students are on the verge of going away from education and, uh, you know, and you know, going into child labor and things like that. Now, you would have thought education technology should have helped, but frankly not, because one, on an average school, we use around 18 to 24 uh, applications. Uh, it, it's all built 20 years ago, you know, a spaghetti architecture, etc., built on narrowly focused on solving one or two problems and things like that. So it was a big struggle first to collect the data into one place, leave alone, improving your learning and teaching. And uh, and on average, teachers spend around 60% of their time in non-teaching jobs. So edtech's fragility, the, the ecosystem's fragility was exposed, uh, you know, by uh, pandemic. Now, GEMS education, the story was entirely different. Thanks to our investments, we've been preparing for, uh, you know, uh, this kind of adversity and, and disrupting the education as well. So when the ask for uh, UAE, uh, where, you know, we were said, uh, you know, we have to go into online education, we were probably only one, if not, you know, a uh, few uh, school groups which said, when shall we go? You know, can we can we you know go tomorrow? That's the kind of a readiness uh, that was there, and that kind of readiness did not happen overnight. Our disruption journey was simply: how do we disrupt from within? How do we create capabilities for the needs of education of today and tomorrow? How do we ensure that we look for what's the future of education, etc.? You know, we uh, had a five-year uh, journey. We took. Uh, the following themes, customer experience, innovation, uh, data and analytics, consolidation, process automation, information security. These were the themes. And how do we, uh, you know, in a five-year roadmap, uh, look at uh, areas that we should, you know, disrupt within and externally, etc. Now, the results are there to see. Our, our innovation, our disruption has resulted in millions and millions of dollars saving for us and you know 100% adoption of our own internal suite of products and saving around 20,000 mandates of efforts on a yearly basis and a huge upliftment of NPS scores and every single school of ours rated digitally the highest rating by the uh, by the government authorities the benefits go on and on now, central to that is we have created a super app, an education product that's, you know, being valued at 
you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. It's called Learn OS, Learning Operating System. What is it? From A to Z of everything that you need for a K-12 school to succeed, imagine having that in one single platform uh, that is a SaaS-ready, cloud-native, absolutely multi-tenant application that is you know, uh, you know, pinnacle of what the technology innovation can give you, right from inquiries, enrollments, academics, non-academics, uh, payments, or uh, back office, ERP, uh, or uh, analytics, you know, AI, or health and safety, everything put together, including marketplace, including eBay of education, which we call it as garage, where you can you know, uh, do a book value transaction of all the products that you want to, you know, offload it outside. So such a platform that has everything about, you know, education, and that is being implemented across all our schools, and we're seeing the benefits of it. That's not the end of it. We are into enhancing our products using exponential technology. Uh, I, I would say, Brad, with 20 billion neural network parameters, Annette, which is our own artificial neural engine, uh, you know, uh, is something that we are very proud of. It's probably one of the most advanced neural engines for education in the region. Now, uh, we do predictive analytics. We, we do predictive scoring uh, using that. You know, we take attendance, uh, you know, uh, using our own AI systems. And uh, we also have AI nudges in terms of promoting certain good behaviors, demoting certain, uh, uh, you know, bad behaviors, our own personalized learning paths for the kids. Uh, the list goes on and on on how AI can help education. Not only that, uh, we also use XR in a, in a much more, uh, you know, detailed fashion in terms of how we can uh, provide certain lessons in a immersive digital credentials through blockchain and all. All in all, I think uh, I'm very proud of the uh, you know way in which our teams, uh, the wonderful team I have uh, in GEMS, have responded to the exam question of where do we take uh, you know a brick and mortar education into in a digital world, and uh, you know and and our customers are happy, our and that's exactly what we wanted. Yes, I mean, that's a very impressive and excellent journey, Krish. Uh, congratulations to you and your team. Now, you mentioned a very interesting thing, which is that the education industry was not disrupted or it didn't evolve from uh, many decades. And you gave a very good example that a teacher is standing and a student sitting and this was the model. Yeah. How do you see the future of education evolving and how do you see technology can facilitate it? Oh, yes. Uh, future of education is it's going to be very, very different than what we uh, have right now. And, uh, you know, technology is holding the key for the future of education. Uh, I would give you a few trends that, uh, you know, I think are going to happen. Number one, uh, education is going to be hyper-personalized. Students will have the choice of where I want to learn, when I want to learn, from whom I want to learn, how I want to learn. Uh, you know, that kind of personalization will happen. Uh, that's definitely, uh, you know, in the cards for next five to ten years. It's also going to be experiential. 
it cannot be the mode of education cannot be just reading books and you know uh, learning theories and all it has to happen on the field so experiential learning is going to be happening ai and ml are going to play a very critical role in terms of personalizing learning paths understanding whether the student has understood or not creating some kind of uh, you know uh, journeys for kids to go through uh, kind of thing so ai ml is going to be a, a critical path and uh, i would say all your achievements and attainments are going to be uh, you know credentialed of sort using blockchains and uh, the the mode of delivery will change uh, you know uh, the physical one will become blended and blended will become immersed so uh, you know use of xr platforms will will obviously be a big thing Uh, it, these are all the technology trends that you know i could think of but overall in general i believe education will be more accessible uh, uh, in the future uh, because of technology you know aiding it and content will probably be democratized the uh, 20 20 plus odd curriculums that we have will slowly probably vanish and there will be an emergence of one world curriculum uh, and i also strongly believe that thick line difference between a k12 and college will probably slowly erode uh, you know uh, and it might be a crossover kind of a uh, you know a trend that will be you know that will be prevailing and uh, lastly i think lifelong education will start seeing its trend you know education will not stop uh, when you finish your college you know it it probably will go Uh, on the job and beyond and you know everybody will be a learner forever kind of a thing so that is uh, you know during the uh, trends of gig economy that's something that i see would be coming yeah, as well sure. yeah this is i mean i see that lot of disruption will happen in education and one of the event that has accelerated it is i think the pandemic so how do you see the pandemic impact on this transformation and how do you see technology will reshape the whole uh, thing going forward i uh, i i read a joke right it's a very famous joke uh, you know there is a question which asks who was responsible for digital transformation in your company and then you had cio uh, you know coo cmo ceo and then covid-19 and the majority of the people ticked covid-19 you know we all seen it it's a joke but it actually says a lot about uh, you know what happened during the pandemic yes Uh, pandemic enhanced digital transformation and adoption uh, you know in a, in a widespread way but let's not kid ourselves that's not the real digital transformation that was a patchwork for us to have managed the covid-19 uh, if if anything you know you could take it as a sense check on where your organization is rather than using it as a end state i strongly believe any and every organization has to go through digital transformation now digital transformation can be of broadly four types you know one is process transformation you know it's about enhancing your processes the end to end uh, you know time it takes to deliver your services etc uh, that most of the companies have to improve anyway so that's one kind of a transformation the other kind of transformation is business model transformation now how netflix was a dvd company has become a streaming company so sometimes you need to transform your business model and you know uh, digital transformation enables you to see it and, and and to adopt it so business model transformation is another 
some companies go through domain transformation as well regardless of all three your company has to go through organizational uh, you know transformation as well in terms of the leadership in terms of the target uh, operating model that in which you know you operate that has to be transformed as well uh, i believe uh, the following three technologies abroad will uh, change the way the world is seen today one is ai and i can tell you uh, we haven't seen anything in ai yet uh, chat gpt4 and all the other ai you know uh, apps that are out there they all come under artificial narrow intelligence ani now uh, there is a bigger form of it which is called artificial general intelligence and we probably will take another 10 years if not 15 years to come into agi and agi is where uh, artificial intelligence will become almost equivalent to human brain and the applications are absolutely a million times better than what ani is and agi will transform into asi which is artificial super intelligence and we do not know yet as to when that is going to be formed so all in all artificial intelligence is going to transform lives the second one that i think will uh, you know uh, change the uh, entire space is is gene editing i think gene editing is a technology where you uh, absolutely change the dnas of living forms including humans and that will open up uh, you know limitless opportunities in terms of uh, you know correcting genetical diseases uh, and uh, you know also probably you know powering up human capabilities even more uh, you know uh, in in ways that we can't even imagine kind of a thing and of course quantum computing the third one uh, you know that works on the basis of quantum physics uh, and quantum mechanics and is going to be uh, faster than anything anything that we have seen in the uh, you know the current uh, you know the current space in fact the quantum computing is going to be 158 million times faster than the best supercomputer that we have so uh, ai uh, gene editing and quantum uh, you know uh, are going to be those three technologies that i believe will shape the world yeah quite quite interesting krish and mainly on the ai i think the impact will be huge now you had a very successful transformation at gems what advice will you give to other technology leaders in the region how they should take this transformation journey well i i believe you know any transformation big or small requires a clear vision a strong leadership and ability to adapt and uh, you know evolve as uh, you know as we uh, as we go uh, are the most critical things uh, i believe uh, you know if i were to advise i would start with context is the king now uh, you need to understand what is your organization's north star um, you know that could be very different to you know uh, even in the same uh, you know uh, industry some other organization so it's about understanding the context understanding uh, you know what works for you what is your north star is a key and uh, i don't think one size fits all here at all uh, you know what worked for your neighbor you know and another successful company may not work for you it all depends on your organization culture the technology maturity 
uh, the uh, you know the people and uh, your spending ability uh, your risk taking ability so there is a lot that happens you know i think it is important to come up with your strategy rather than a cookie cutter approach of okay that worked for that person and uh, that company was successful why don't we adopt it kind of a thing and uh, and it's not boiling the ocean at all it's not uh, you know a big bang you can't suddenly one day come and say hey tomorrow we will transform it is a journey it is a process of getting small wins first and proving the concept having a long term vision but small successes you know uh, are very very important small milestones are important and uh, you can't do it alone uh, how smart and you know uh, capable you are you absolutely need uh, your team support your organization support your partnership ecosystem support uh, we don't have to reinvent the wheel so sometimes uh, bringing all of them together is also very uh, critical thing and last but not the least it's all about change uh so there is a famous saying that uh, people are resistant to change right you know i, I don't agree with that abra i believe uh, people are afraid of pain rather than afraid of change let me uh, give you an example uh, i'm driving a mercedes and you come and tell me krish uh, i'm going to do a massive change and from tomorrow onwards i am going to give you a rolls royce and you need to drive that do you think i will react uh, in a bad way you know uh, you'd see me like super excited about it i haven't driven a rolls royce but i would absolutely know how to drive it i will learn to drive it and i will be like abrar absolutely let's go for it but imagine you come and tell me hey listen from tomorrow onwards you are going to be driving a cycle uh, or a, some other low end car i will have 100 reasons why i don't want that change because it's the fear of what that change does to me that is the problem so you know it's about communication it's about managing that change it's about ensuring that they are given something better than what they have rather than lower than what they have so these are all uh, few suggestions uh, you know uh, to my fellow uh, technology leaders in approaching the technology transformation yeah thank you for sharing that krish and you had a quite inspirational career journey successful entrepreneur to successful exits then ciu and cto of various banks and now a uh, chief disruption officer at gems from where you get your inspiration and is there any quote that you live by well i uh, i adore steve jobs uh, you know uh, his unwavering commitment to excellence uh, his perseverance his style uh, you know i i i really like him as uh, you know i i believe he's one of the best technology gurus the world has seen uh, there's one quote that has a deep impact on me you know he he says stay hungry stay foolish and what it reminds of uh, is how we should always be a learner always curious of you know what's next and how you know we can we can impact the life etc so that's one quote Uh, that you would see you know me using it often and you know perfect thank you very much uh, krish it was a pleasure to talk to you and thank you for coming uh, and uh, and it's a great conversation thank you my pleasure abrar thank you so much